It's only gonna wait. It's only gonna waste time. And you get behind the guy. Pat Green and Ronan Geigen. Right, four of you together now to hold hands all the way down. So don't get lonely or nervous, enjoy it. Righty, five, four, three, two, one, go. Next is two, ten, go. Just in front of the Custom House in Dublin, two men are working on a large aluminium frame with red boxes on it. This is the electronic finishing line for the annual Liffey Swim race. Watching them is Joe Brown. There's the tyre, the watches, the back up. This is his last year to help organise the race after 25 years. It's 12 o'clock, it's not in yet. So Back to the old-fashioned way. We're not, we're panicking a little bit. Joe can't hang around. I'll see you down there, right? Yeah. 20 minutes, right? No problem. Make that 17. <laughs> he has to head back up the quays to the start line at the riverside gates of Guinness's. Number 64, John Riley. Up at the start line, there's a bizarre scene. It's the Dublin Keys. It's in the middle of the city, all right, but it's full of hundreds of men in speedos and swimming caps and nothing else standing on the footpath. One or two slathering Vaseline on their torsos. So you don't chafe, you know, you know the way chafing from the stroke? All right. Put some Vaseline. It's not, stop to stop pull, it's not to stop other fellas pulling you down under it. No, no, it doesn't get that rough. It doesn't get that rough. <laughs> but it is hopefully to stop any little uh, things swimming up in and that sort of stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. How are you? Good morning, Joe. How's the farm? Good morning, Joe Brown volunteers to help run the Liffey Swim, and it's sponsored by Dublin City Council, which, for Joe, is appropriate, because at one point in his life, the city authorities gave him a valuable bailout. I started off as a tailor and then I ended up with a manager for growing your rope models. So you were, what kind of stuff, did you tailor women's suits? Women's women's suits and coats, yeah, that's what I did. Mostly. That was the scale. Yeah, it was indeed. I used to enjoy working there and unfortunately casuals took over. <laughs> None of us are wearing suits anymore. So after, um, I was a year and a half on the dole, which I didn't like, and um, what to call it, I decided then to apply to Dublin City Council and the only job I got was sweeping the road, so I started sweeping the road. And then I ended up as an inspector in the cleansing department after that, after a couple of years, you know. Were you ashamed to be sweeping no, the road? No, no, I decided. No one else wanted me. <laughs> so, and I said to myself, well, they're prepared to pay me a few bob a week. <laughs> and uh, where did I get the job? Holt. Outside my own village. <laughs> so, it was no problem. But you had, stop I, but, at you and look at you? Oh, yeah, everybody kept stopping and saying, oh, you're too good to be sweeping this year, or this, that and the other. I said, yeah, well... Who came to me door and offered me to pay me bills when I was getting into debt? Well, pride wasn't know. going to pay your bills. No, no, exactly. No. I might win then. Wait too long. See you on, Joe. No, I'm good on. The time is down. 24, excuse me. 21, 22. Can you bring his lovely body in here, please? Oh, sorry. Have we a number 23? Down in the river, the Lord Mayor is waiting in a rubber dinghy. She has a whistle to start the race. Around her are safety canoes, 
and in front of her, a wide, dark green plastic pontoon, a wobbly platform moored in place by the army. This is where Joe stands, loudhaler in hand, waiting for the swimmers to come down the steps in groups according to their start times. After 10 minutes, all the men are gone. The women's race is in an hour, but Joe has to follow the men in a boat. That guy doing the breaststroke now, is he in trouble? He's the American fella. No, I think that's the American fella, yeah. He's, um, he's not used to it, he's taking his time, you know. Joe's not just watching for swimming technique, he's watching the narrative of the race unfold. Yes, this is sport, but it's also his show that he's choreographed by handicap. He's timed the swimmers so the race will be as tight as possible and the people on the riverbank will get maximum entertainment. Would they be able to hear the crowd at all? Oh yes, yeah. What? <laughs> That's what upsets you. Why? Because you start thinking and there, you think you're near there and you get excited, then you want to go, you know? Do you hear that? That echo? That's what it's like going under O'Connell Bridge. It's so wide, it's like going through a tunnel. In our day, we didn't have green lights. <laughs> Finally, under the loop line rail bridge to the finish line at the custom house. The Artane band strike up on the steps of the custom house. For Joe, it's back down to Guinnesses for the start of the women's race. Joe Brown, his last year handicapping the Liffey Swim. There's a longer version of this program on the website, rte.ie forward slash duck on one. Nice, nice.
You've been listening to The Curious Ear. I'm Ronan Kelly.